Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Hey guys, Rosie here. I just want to say I am so grateful that you're listening. We are just getting a massive amount of response on this podcast, and I am so grateful that you're a part of this radically loved community, that you're enjoying the content and that you're enjoying all the guests and that you're still here and you're still working on yourself and your journey and your path. And I pray that you've received some tools listening to the guests or listening to any of my ideas or topics on meditation or yoga and how these tools can help you create a life of purpose to continue to help us give you the best content, you can subscribe to this podcast. And most of the time, you can just do it from your phone, from iTunes. Click subscribe and write a review. This really helps us continue this path and this journey. And we love doing it so much. And again, I'm so grateful that you're here. Let us know what you thought. Thanks for listening. Henry Amar, founder and CEO of MakeItHappen.life, is an award-winning empowerment coach, impact entrepreneur, a creative, and a visionary leader with in-depth experience in the personal development, business leadership, entertainment, real estate, and education industries. Henry has lived many lives and has incredible wisdom behind it. I cannot wait for you to listen to this incredibly inspiring conversation that we had together. I'm so, so, so privileged and honored to call him my friend. I really look up to Henry and everything that he's doing, and I can't wait for you to listen to what he has to say. We'll call you out, friends that will love you when you're up and when you're down. And sometimes randomly, I'll ask my friends who are pretty straight up with me, I'll say, where do you think I'm falling short? Where can I unleash better? Where can I love better? What can I do better? And my one friend told me, he said, Henry, and, and this is something that was an interesting spin on it. He's like, you need to start asking people for what you need because you're anticipating other people's needs all the time and you're out there trying to help them and trying to do for them. He said, but people, not everybody thinks the same and people want to help. They just don't think, oh, well, Henry needs help or Rosie needs help or, you know, so we don't ask and we just sometimes look and we're like, huh, okay, I will have to do it all on my own. And that's not necessarily the truth, but you, you're freaking awesome. And you're one of the like people that takes initiative and sees people and says, Hey, what can I do for you? And I want to just let you know, I totally appreciate that because you're so awesome. And it was funny because I had that conversation with him about a week ago because we're talking about all the new ventures I'm doing, the Bali trip, everything else. And he was like, Henry, you need to just call and ask people for what you need if you need help because some people will, you know, reach out to help you because he's one of those guys that's like, what do you need? And he's there. And like you. And, um, and some of my friends, I, you think, oh, well, they just are too busy. But they want to help. They just don't know. And they're just not the person to ask initially. So, right. so the, my whole point in this story is <laughs> I wanted to thank you for being like such an awesome person and a friend. Aww. Because 
you literally like will call and say, Henry, what can we do? And it's like, <laughs> whatever, I feel like whatever I'm doing, I automatically feel like I have a partner in it. It's awesome. It's like the best. Yeah. Like, well, how are we going to sell this Bali trip out? How are we going <laughs> to, how are we going to do this? And I'm like, I love it. I really feel like, like, you know, like, oh man, like there's like someone else on my team. That's amazing. So I just appreciate you. So well, I, tell you that. I can return the sentiment because any idea I've had for anything, I mean, like you, you've received some random emails for some random ideas. From me. The, the best ideas ever. <laughs> <laughs> and like you're like okay how do we do this let's it i know this person like you know what i mean so i think that we're just you and i are very like-minded and like it, it's just it's so nice to feel supported like i know it and it's it's so good to feel and know that if i have an idea that i really want to execute i know that i'm gonna have a team to do that you know and, and totally. i and i know i i don't even have to like I'm like, I don't even have to tell you that I'm going to sell my belongings and go. No, I'm just kidding. Because you, you'd be like, hold on. What, what's what's happening? <laughs> I'll be like, I'm there. What do we need to do? Let's go. <laughs> I love it, though, man. I love it. And I love. Yeah, it's just so good. And I'm, you know, it's really comforting. And I know not everybody may have that necessarily, mm -hmm. but you kind of find people along the way. And when you do, you just kind of love them and make sure I don't know. It's just awesome. And I'm grateful. So well, thank you. I mean, this is uh, an important conversation. So uh, if this makes it if you're listening to this right now, then I have decided to put it on a podcast because these are conversations that Henry and I have like quite often. <laughs> like, True. <laughs> we, we have these conversations all the time. And Henry and I were speaking the other day. And I first of all, we need to have him back on the show Anyway, we have received such a massive uh, response from our last podcast that people are still listening to and they, they got a lot of value out of his advice and how to do certain things and how to find a coach and, you know, all, all the really great tips that Henry gave us before. And Henry obviously is a, a very dear friend of mine and, and I rely on him to make decisions a lot of the time I call and I ask him for his advice because it's truly uh, valuable to have somebody like like this in my life and and I just thought it'd be great to just have one of these conversations so that everyone else can maybe find some value in them if if they choose so Henry oh, thanks man. for letting me record this conversation Are you kidding me <laughs> thank you so much like I love it and thank you for having me on it was of funny because literally Rosie we just started having a conversation Rosie was like wait I think I should hit record so we, I was like okay sure go for it like, let's do it I was just telling her how grateful I was for her because she's such an incredible person and oh. you know and literally she's like wait you're gonna tell me a story hold on let's push record I was like let's just go for it you know <laughs> so um um so I, I there there are a couple of things that I wanted to get your take on and one of which was, you know, there, there's been a lot of, you know, I'm on the road right now, I'm traveling and, and you're always so sweet to check in to see how I'm doing. And you've heard, you've heard the gamut at this point and you've heard it's going really great. And you've heard, I'm having a little bit of a hard time right now. Totally. Which <laughs> and, is everybody's life, right? Right. For sure. Exactly. And 
one of the things that I wanted to just talk to you about, I was having this, this moment, uh, just maybe like a week and a half ago. Um, I always have a hard time when, you know, I'm, I'm trying to like make a decision about something that requires a lot of time and effort, you know, like maybe it's a website, maybe it's, you know, like a a training, maybe it's like a a trip I want to take. So I always really give it some, some well thought out, uh, time so that I don't, because I have a really bad, uh, track record of being impulsive, you know? And so I feel like Mm -hmm. I've gotten a lot better and, Luckily, I have people like you in my life that I can ask and and just kind of feedback off of. But, you know, do you ever get into a position where you feel like you've you've overly invested in something and totally (laughs) and then it kind of like derails all your other plans? You know what I'm saying? Totally. Without first like. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like without giving the audience like my full like laundry list right now, like I I feel like you can speak to that. Oh, totally. I, you know, first of all, I think that it's amazing that you're a doer though. I think the fact that you're a doer first is so big because I think a lot of times people don't do, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think it's in the action, even if it's impulsive, even if we invested so much time into it, the lesson we learn and who we become from actually doing we take with us to everything else we do versus me sitting here just pondering something, which I think is important. But I think on the flip side, the fact that you you do and you take action, I've so many things like where, you know, you go after something, you work really, really hard at it. And in the middle of it, you're like, wait, I am so in the midst of this. And it's not even necessarily like the best thing for me to be doing with my time. And then you're self-aware, then you switch it. Um, one thing that I started to do, which has totally helped, is I have this weird system that I do daily, typically, and weekly, where I'll ask myself a series of questions in the morning and a series of questions at night before I go to sleep. And it really, it's so simple. It's like five minutes of my time, but if I really just focus on it, it helps me stay in line where I'll ask myself, okay, well, what am I doing with my time today and why is it important? Because I have this phrase I always say that just because it calls the loudest doesn't necessarily mean it's the most important. And, you know, everybody has a mission and a purpose, whether we know it or not. I know yours is so awesome and clear, and I think a lot of people are trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. But either way, if you don't have a goal, then your goal is to figure out what your goal is. So everybody has a goal or a mission, right? So I, I, you know, one thing that I totally you know, divert. I have so many projects in the air right now where literally just recently I've implemented the system so much more that I said, okay, well, what are the most important things that are going to cause the biggest impact and the best use of my limited time? What can I delegate or hire somebody to do? Um, And if you don't have the capital, how can I figure it out? Because, you know, there's so much opportunity and I, you know, going off on a side tangent, there's a difference between having for me, how I used to have this scarcity mindset versus abundant mindset mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. there's an abundance of opportunity, abundance of help, abundance of money, abundance of love and light and everything in the world versus there's only this much and I can, you know, so, um, you know, back to what you're saying, absolutely, I get caught up in stuff and I, I, you know, I work at it and now implementing this, it's helped a little bit, but sometimes we dive into something and I feel like life 
has a way of making it work together for our good mm-hmm. and it just becomes beneficial to the next thing we do. Yeah, I think, thank you for saying that and for validating that I'm not alone because sometimes totally. I feel like, especially with, with us, because, you know, if we're, if, if I'm feeling like, mm, I don't know if I could do that, like I'm, I'm kind of like a little skittish about taking, taking the plunge or doing like something that's going to require a, a substantial amount of resources you can be like what's what what do you mean like what's the problem like just do it you know totally and sometimes like that's all we need is that oh yeah like I do believe in myself and this is this is something that I'm doing for myself and look I mean without being so vague to you the listener who I value so much we're in the middle of of changing the platform a little bit. We're in the middle of changing the website so that it's more streamlined. And um, there's a couple of things that we're adding to it, um, along with workshops and retreats and and all these things. But it it requires time and, and resources. And it's so, to me, it's so important to be able to invest in that because it's an investment in the community it's like it makes it easier for people to get this information that's out there and it's important you know but like i'm not a graphic person right like so you know we need we need help from other people from the outside to help us to make those dreams a reality and and the reason why i bring it up is i i was talking to a, a client of mine and she was having such a hard time investing in this workshop that she wanted to take. It was local, but it was it was a, a substantial amount of money. But she believed that it was going to help her. But she was having such a hard time, like just making the decision. And and maybe she didn't have the resources, but she could she could get it. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Totally, sense. totally. And I was like, are you kidding? If you believe that this is going to make a difference and you really want to study with this teacher and this workshop is going to change the way you feel about this part of your life, you need to do it. Like figure out a way to just do it, right? And and just make it happen. And as I'm telling her, here I am, I'm like, I don't know, like I know that that my website's going to be awesome, it's going to be a thing, but I'm like, oh, I just got to figure it out how to do it, you know? And then like talking to you, you're like, what are you doing? Like, get it done. <laughs> like, <laughs> here are the ways to do it, you know? So true. The greatest investments we could make are in ourselves, in our growth, in the things that are serve our mission and that serve other people. Because ultimately, you know, I'll use you as an example. I know you invest so much into yourself, into your knowledge. You spend so much money on yoga. You, I mean, you're an amazing yoga instructor. You're re- Yoga Journal, you're like a representative for them and you're involved in so many things. You train a ton of celebrities, yet you're still investing in yourself to this day. And you're, you, you will continue knowing you. And that's why you've been able to do all the things that you have. And I remember for me, this it's interesting because, you know, I have this Bali retreat that I'm hosting in October. And I'm having a lot of these conversations with people like, I know this is going to change my life. I know this is going to be so good. But... I don't know. It's a lot of money. I'm like, wait, if you just said this is going to change your life, mm-hmm. like I'm not trying to sell anybody, but right. if, you know, if you try to, if you really feel like this is going to change your life, which it will, um, then by all means, you're the common denominator in every single thing that you do. So when you enhance this beautiful machine, fill in the blank of your name, whether it's Rosie or Henry or whoever's listening, 
then you're gonna take that with you everywhere. It's gonna go to your career, your relationships, your finances, everything. So it's funny because I literally was, I'm going to a big event on Monday and Tuesday, and I remember I paid for it back in January, and I knew it was a decent chunk of change, so I was like, wait, did I buy the VIP where I get to do one-on-one meetings with people, or did I buy the regular one? And I was like, no, I probably did the one-on-ones. Let me go back and check. So I'm scrolling through my my bank statement, and I'm like, whoa, okay, $3,500. Oh, I went to this 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 one event, that this workshop. Oh, $4,000. I went to this other one. And it's not like, look, I quit my job in August to, to start making it happen about life, and I infused everything into it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I was sitting here like, oh, I put everything into it. And so for me, um, I... You know, for me, I basically was like, oh, my gosh, I've spent so much money on the growth of my spirit, my emotions, my mind to break these things. Because everybody, you know, even Tiger Woods had three coaches at his peak. Right. And so back to what you're saying. Absolutely. I think the greatest investment you could ever put into is yourself because it's going to bless everything else. And it's scary when you're like, oh, I have to go face my fears or I have to spend this money. But. Everybody I know, it's funny, I was having this conversation with this, this, um, this person two days ago who last year only made $12,000. And she ended up finding a way to go to like a Tony Robbins thing, this other thing, you know, invested in these coaches, and she found a way to do it. And this year already, in six months, she's already broken a hundred and something thousand dollars. No way. Yeah, and then she's like, Henry, like, it is because I decided to invest in myself and you know this is more of not just money it's an investment of time into yourself because how many times we run to work run back this thing calls us this thing calls us we just mm-hmm. run 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 yeah and we don't say i need to schedule time to rejuvenate myself because when my well is full i can give other people water or energy you know how much energy do we stop and say let me infuse some good energy into my life mm-hmm. you know cuz most people that probably listen to your podcast are probably people that go out and serve so much and do so much for other people and i'm not saying be selfish this is actually the most unselfish thing you could do because when you're in a high frequency state and you're living in this peak state of presence and love and your machine and mind and body and spirit are elevated to such an extent you know, then you're going to serve the world, your family, your relationships, your finances so much better than whether you just sit there and just grind so focused on this one little thing that we do. And I love this whole phrase that says, don't be so busy working on your sandcastle that you forget to look up and see the sunset at the beach. Mm. And sometimes we just go so hard and we forget, wow, I need to invest energy and time and money into myself and my growth because I'm going to take that with me everywhere I go. And I, I really say that I am who I am because of who I've surrounded myself with, what I've invested myself in. And it's just continually working on this machine named Henry. And mm-hmm. now we're here. And hopefully a year from now, you don't even recognize me because I've, I've grown so much. Mm. No, I love that. I'm, I'm, quite curious to get your take on something that I'm, I'm actually thinking about right now. And, and I want to just hear what your thoughts are. Um, people can get very weird about money, right? When we talk totally. about money or, or making money or lack of money, like there are some people out there in the world that have a really hard time with it, especially in the world of 
that I'm in, like in the world of yoga or spirituality or self-development, do you think, wh what do you think about spirituality and money and like people say that having money is not spiritual? Some people say that having money is spiritual. Like what, what is your take on that? I'm curious. You know, I think, you know, for the most part, some people that say that, oh, I just want to go impact people and I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could have an impact without money. But what if the, there's an abundance of money in the world, you know, and that's the one thing, that's the one f thing that a lot of people don't recognize. There's opportunity everywhere. If you told me right now, I like, you know, um, I don't know, wood, you can go find a way to make money off wood or whatever. I'm, I'm just looking at this chest in front of me. But, you know, so there's an abundance of money out there. But what could you do if with your heart and your mindset, if you had unlimited resources or a, an abundance of resources at your disposal? You know, if it's yoga, how many people can you impact with yoga, whether you market better or whether you build a really cool facility or that dream that you have in your heart that you really want to help people with? whether it's helping young people, going to help prisoners do yoga, you know, what creating programs, whatever it is, to me, money will reveal your character and then you could modify from there, right? But if you're a good-hearted person and you want to do good in the world, it is almost, and this may be controversial, but it's almost an injustice to the world for you not to go and maximize who you are and get the resources you can get to give what you can give to the world. Yeah, you don't necessarily need resources, but you, the fact is you can do a lot more with a great heart and resources than a great heart alone. Mm. So, you know, my thought process is, yeah, some people, you know, I used to have that. And, and I, I think I might have mentioned this in the other podcast, but I used to have a crazy limiting belief on money where I had actually like three things tied to it. One was, before I was born, my parents had $200 in their pocket. And when I was born, we, you know, we grew up in a room. Literally, all the room could fit was my parents' bed and my sister in my bunk bed. And you couldn't even really walk. Like, that was our room. And then one day I walk into, um, you know, the kitchen. And I see my father with his, with his head in his hands, you know, with his head in his hands. And it's 4.30 in the morning. And he's going to work. And I could tell he wasn't very happy. And I said, wow, like, you have to work really hard to barely get by. And it served me in the fact that I work crazy hard. And if anybody that knows me will say, like, what are you, you're crazy. But on the flip side is the barely getting by part stuck with me for so long that, you know, we almost self-sabotage according to our limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. you know, where we're going to go. We're like, oh, no, no, like I'm not barely getting by. So subconsciously I have this weird thoughts from a kid that I have to barely get by. So, you know, and also if I make it, you know, a lot of money, then how are people going to feel about me? You know, the people that I know, are they going to treat me differently? And since if I value love over money, then my belief that money is going to take away love, I will sabotage money because I don't want to lose love. Wow. You know, so mm -hmm. I have to change that and say, wait a minute, like I could bless. And this was, you know, funny, I had this conversation with my sister. We had a really, really straight conversation. I said, you know, I said, my sister's name is Nora. I said, Nora, like, I know this isn't you, but it's a belief it's a false limiting belief that I have because I have this phrase, just because you believe something doesn't mean it's true, you know? And I had this, I told her, I had this false belief, like if I make money, then, you know, our relationship's going to change. And I said, that is so not true. And I said, because if I had more money, then I could 
do so much. I could, I could do so much for her. My heart's not going to change for her. My love's not going to change for her. But I could do that, and she's not going to feel differently. Maybe I'll go on more trips with her, and we'll get closer. So I had to shift that, that like reframe that in my mind, because I, I real, I was trying to see, okay, well, where am I self sabotaging? Because I have these crazy financial goals, because I have crazy impact goals, and I know that resources are going to help me reach the world at a much broader scale than not having the resources. So I, I went through my heart and I said, okay, well, when I say abundance of money, do I feel an expansion or a contraction in my spirit? Like mm-hmm. if right now we're talking about money and someone's like feeling like, oh man, I, I uh, and they feel that weird feeling, then it's going to be really good to address those limiting beliefs of what they are because the truth is you can impact the world on a very high level and your heart's not going to change with money. Hopefully not. And if it does, get self-aware and change it right back. Or elevate yourself, you know. So I, I had to go through and reframe all these limiting beliefs about money. And I look around, and it's funny because we were at this uh, Tony Robbins event, and you know, I I invest in all these different people, these coaches, and everything I could do to to work, you know, to build myself mm-hmm. to be the best machine, right? So I'm at this event, and all of a sudden, somebody gets up and was talking about um, human trafficking. And all of a sudden, they're like, Tony's like, hey, you know what? I have an idea. Let's, let's go out and I will, I will you know, put up exactly the same amount that everybody in this audience um, will donate to this Operation Underground Railroad. And the audience raised that day, there was about probably like 4,000 people. They, we raised probably like $100,000. And then Tony put another $100,000 on top of that, of his own money. And I was like, wait a minute. And how many kids would benefit from that versus somebody that has the money but doesn't have the same heart as he did you know so Mm -hmm. he was able and i I looked i was like wow he's able to bless so many kids and youth because he was able to do that so yeah so long story short absolutely i think that money doesn't make you more or less spiritual it just enhances the mission that you have in the world Yeah, no, I love, I I totally agree with that, you know, and I think that just, it's reminding me of of that conversation that we had when when you were at the house, you know, about this, this particular topic and limiting beliefs and and that type of thing. And I think that, you know, it's it's actually something that, uh, that I just recently had a conversation uh, about the same thing, doing things that are scary, you know, and like you and Mm. I talk about this all the time, because it's it's scary like there are some things that are really scary and totally i think that we're in such a a line of work that focuses a lot on the power of positivity the power of abundance the power of having a, a positive mindset and really changing those negative things around that we forget that it is important for us to go into that dark side and for us to experience those feelings because we don't want to bypass that and 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 not confront it you know like i think it's totally do you know that one of the one of the most like i i can think of and i want to know what yours is too since we're having this conversation like one of the scariest things that i ever did was uh leading my first international retreat because mm-hmm. not only was i not going to be in the country but in my country, obviously, like I was going to a foreign country and I was going by myself and 
I was going with a group of people whom I didn't know everyone and everyone had invested a lot of money and I was so afraid of not providing enough value as a host, Ooh. you know, like I was, I was nervous. I'm like, these people have spent so much money on flights and resort and th this, this retreat. And I just, I had so much fear and it literally, I remember, so this happened, uh, not that long ago. Uh, and mind you, I'd done other retreats, right? Mm -hmm. But for some reason, this one was was particularly uh, scary. And of course, what happened, like everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. Like not only did my oldest uh, Frenchie pass away while I was mm -hmm. not home, I was in, in L.A. and Tori and, and my pups were in Portland and I was getting ready to go on this flight and then I got food poisoning on the flight. Oh, man. So I arrive and I'm just like totally sick and completely devastated. And, and now I have to like, you know, get it together for this incredible group of people that have just come all this way. But it was the most confronting thing that I've ever done as just a person, just that fear and like, just not knowing like what was going to happen. And, I won't go into the details of it right now, but, but there was a lot of things that didn't work out. There's a lot of things that went wrong. And you know what? I learned a lot, but I'll tell you right now, like after having that experience, there's nothing that will shake me. Like, because <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like after that, I'm like, Oh, any retreat that I do from, from here on out after that, if I can survive that, like, I can survive anything. And not only did you survive, I know someone that was a part of that retreat and <laughs> they said it was like unbelievably life-changing. So for you, it seemed like it was crazy and you, you still created like this life-changing retreat despite the fact that you were like sick and devastated. So now that you're like totally not sick and not devastated anymore, yeah. like I'm sure it's like times a million, but literally I was talking to somebody that was a part of it and they said it was unbelievable. Oh, so oh, that's great. Well, that's Which that's good awesome. to that's good to hear. And look, every single person that that was there had no, had no idea had, knew that obviously that something was was going on because of my 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 dog. You know, I'd get upset at sometimes, but like it wasn't. I was there to 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 lead this, and I and it's what I do, and it's what I love to do, and and I did, and I I did my job, like. And, but it was like, it, it was, it was scary. And I know that a lot of people that attended that retreat also had that fear. They had never been in, totally. in this foreign place before. And it was, it was something truly special. And, and I'll tell you something like being in a place of fear and, and not knowing with a group of people who are in that same state can really create some magical things. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I think that we, that's how we really show up, right? We really sort of, we, we just, we learn about how we show up when we're totally. faced with that type of adversity, right? Totally. And yeah. And fear could be an indicator, right? Where mm -hmm. you, you know, when you have fear, the, the only thing you need is courage, 
you know, where you can have the courage to look inside and say, wait, why do I have this fear? And even if you don't understand why, then someone can go to one of your retreats or my retreats and discover why <laughs> and, and, um, or go, go somewhere else that they can help discover why and elevate because courage becomes confidence. You know, courage becomes confidence. And a lot of times fear comes up and we want to run away from fear, but why not use it as, as, as an indicator that, huh, maybe this is going to change the identity I have for myself in a very good way because I believe I'm not good enough or I believe this. So if I go and do this, it's out of my comfort zone where to me, I believe magic happens outside of our comfort zone. It doesn't happen in our comfort zone. So if you're afraid and you feel and you know it's a good thing for you, that's the thing you should be doing right now, like immediately. So whatever – and, and I'll, I resonate so much with you. I literally – I'm like so scared right now. I'm like, what are you telling me to do? Are you subliminally talking to me right now? No, no, no subliminal messaging here. But, but like I literally felt the same way I, two months ago. You know, Rosie is awesome. I called her, if you're listening, and I said, hey – this thing keeps coming up because I really believe, if you heard my first podcast, that we have like a GPS system that guides us if we're listening to it, you know, and, and call it intuition, spirit, universe, whatever you, God, whatever you want to call it. Like, I, I know it's, it's guided me so much in my life and I can go on for days about the miracles that have happened and crazy stuff. But so I, Bali kept coming up, kept coming up, kept coming up in my heart, in my mind, in my everything. And I was like, am I supposed to go finish my book there? Am I and then my friend randomly comes up. She goes, Henry, I just really feel like you need to go to Bali. And I feel it so much. I'll even like pay for you to go. I was like, wait, wait, what? No, like I, you're not going to pay for me to go. But that's crazy you saying that because I'm literally, you know, I'm literally seeing that, that everywhere. And then, so, and then I call Rosie and the word retreat popped up in my heart and everything was like, yes, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I've never done a retreat in Bali. I've done a lot of stuff out here, a lot of stuff across, you know, the country. But in an island I've never been to that I've always wanted to go to. So I called Rosie. I was like, yes, you definitely need to do it. I'm going to introduce you to my friend there who helped me run this retreat. I call her friend and her friend, I randomly, coincidentally, quote unquote, says, wow, yesterday I was putting it out to the universe that I wanted to help somebody bring a retreat to Bali. And I was like, and she's like, and you called me today. And I was like, Okay, that's perfect. I guess we're supposed to work together. And then she's like, I'm going to send you four resorts that I would have it at if it was my retreat. And I said, perfect. So she sends me these four resorts. I look at one of them, and I'm like, this is the one. She's like, Henry, that one's booked up through 2018. I was like, I don't know why. Like, I know this is the one. And she's like, you want to do it in, like, September, October, right? I said, yeah. She goes, they only have one week in December. And other than that, they're booked up because it's only a 10-room resort. It's, like, five stars, like, top 1% of hotels in the world according to TripAdvisor, so it's a big deal. And I was like, Molly, I don't know how to say this, but I know this is the one. And she's like, okay, well, let's just wait and see what happens. So about like a month ago on a Friday night, I get home at 1030 at night, and out of nowhere, that resort pops in my mind and my heart. And so I call them, and I'm like, hey, I know this is random. I know you guys are popular and busy, but I want to host a retreat at your resort. Was wondering if you had anything for September, October, maybe nine or ten rooms. I know you're only a ten room resort. He kind of giggles and he's like, like almost like, what made you call me today? And I was like, I don't know. I just you know, got home and just thought I'd call. He goes, one week in October just opened up. Oh. Like 
just opened up and you called me at the perfect day. And I was like, I'm supposed to do it. It's mine. Save me the dates because they're really popular. Yeah. And but the, the scary thing was is I'm sitting there and I'm like, OK, well, in order to save it, I have to put like this fat deposit down. And I, and I went to the bank and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm just diving into something. And I know it's the right thing. I know it's going to be incredible. I know it's going to be life changing for anybody involved. Um, and I literally did a Facebook live where I'm like, Hey guys, I'm just going to tell you, this is kind of crazy. Like I'm putting this fat deposit and I have like a month to sell it. And here we go. You know? So I, I dove into that, like you said, and I guess I'll have the experience. Hopefully I don't get sick or, you know, my cat doesn't die or no, when don't I'm there. say but it. It's no, that's, it's not going to happen. It's but not like, going to happen. But either way, like I know, I know, like with without a doubt that it's going to be incredible. The stars are already aligning for it, and I already know the programming for it. Just like it's going to be really life changing. And for me, I totally get what you say when you like, you know, sometimes you have to answer the call, yeah. right? Like you feel whoever is listening to this right now feels, oh my gosh, I really feel like I need to be doing this, but it's really scary. But I know it's the right thing to do then that's the thing that we need to be doing, you know? And so I totally get it. Like I was totally, just totally different <laughs> for me, totally different. And yet, I, you know, I know it, it'll be awesome. So, um, you know, long story short, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that if anybody's listening, the question to ask is what has been calling me for a really long time? What is that thing that I feel is right so deeply in my soul? Mm -hmm. And, it, there's this question I heard, and it's so good, and this would be the question to a answer. What does your soul want that your mind doesn't? Oh, wow. You know, and my friend told me that, and I was like, whoa, hello. And so what does your soul want that your mind doesn't? And look, here's the crazy thing, and I had this, this is perfect segue, because I, you know, those of you that don't know, I lost my mother last year to cancer, and um, the last year of her life was pretty rough, and it woke me up so much to a place where I remember looking at her and saying, wow, one day, hopefully a hundred years from now, you know, that will be me. And there's one life and we forget that. And what am I doing every single day? Am I just living mechanically or am I really living my living? Like, am I living that thing that lights me on fire? You know, am I doing that thing? And when I'm done with it, I'm not drained, but I'm actually more energized because a lot of times we do those things that drain us mm -hmm. versus things that energize us. So how do we switch it? How do we do more things that energize us and less things that drain us and create a way to, to, you know, to live a full life? And life is too short to, to live in a box mm, and Henry, to be safe. That's so true. So for those of you listening, I love that this was just our conversation. I've turned it into a podcast segment. So thanks for letting me do that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so everyone that's listening, that's having that moment and doesn't know what to do, just call Henry and he'll, he'll help you out. Anytime. I got you. So you're doing this retreat. This is what's coming up. This is very exciting. I'm really excited. And, and I'm just, I'm so bummed that I'm not going to be able to go because I, I'm obviously going to be still on the tour. Uh, but do you happen to still have space for the people listening or anybody that's interested? Can you? Yes. As of right now, there's, there's a few rooms left and would love, love, love for you to come. It's really going to be, you know, life-changing. My 
if it calls to you, then jump on it. And I can um, give Rosie the link to, to put it on there. You can go on makeithappen.life, and there's a, um, there's a link that takes you to a Bali retreat, and you can check it out. So um, www.makeithappen.life, and you can check it out. If you have any questions, you can email me personally. It's henry at makeithappen.life, um, and I would love to answer any questions. But I'm super excited. The people that are signed up already are incredible and would love to have you. So it's like, yeah. it is like, sometimes in my opinion, Henry, and obviously uh, you agree with me, I know, but like sometimes it takes doing something like this or going to a workshop, going to a retreat, doing a training to like shake things up a bit, you know, totally. like, we need that guide to kind of just lead us through the, the way, you know, absolutely. So that we can, absolutely. We can have a, a great experience and ultimately really find ourselves uh, totally. Henry, thank you so much for letting me record this conversation. Oh my gosh! No, thank you so much for having me, and I'm just like super grateful for your friendship and for who you are because, you know, you're you're a good example of the thing that says, you know, when you go live out your dream, you give other people permission to do the same. And mm -hmm. I just I appreciate it because when I leave talking to you, I was telling Rosie the other day, I was like, I am a Rosie Acosta fan. Sign me up for the fan club because I am a fan and I'm all in. And um, yeah, thank you so much. And anybody listening, can I just say one more thing? You can say that as just many came things on my heart. as you want. So if you're still listening, which I hope you are, um, look like your limiting beliefs are just, they're not all, tr like, they're not true. Mm -hmm. Like who we are as a person in our core, in our heart is such a powerful, abundant, full of love and light person and sometimes life when we're younger we develop these stories or beliefs that like i'm not good enough or i can't accomplish it that's not for me it is for you because what you're seeking is also seeking you you know i love that phrase and it's it's so true if you have a desire then there's something out there with the same energy frequency that's like you can connect with and get to it so don't settle for these limiting stories and beliefs and question them and, you know, find somebody. It's not me or Rosie. Find somebody that can get you out of your mind because the mind is what creates a problem. And I guess Albert Einstein said you can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. So, like, in, like do for yourself because you will bless people so much more. And don't, don't settle for, like, less than who you really are. And I think that may resonate to everybody differently. But... The, the limiting beliefs and stories you have are not all true. And they're actually not even 99.999 with a line on top of the nine aren't true. And, you know, I just really believe that we, we sell ourselves short and it's one life, like fully live your life and start today. Don't wait, like take action and learn to take action and your comfort zone will grow. Your life will expand and you'll just learn to wake up more excited and be energized throughout your life mm -hmm. and not saying you won't have trials or problems but you'll confront them so much differently you'll thrive in them versus get beat down by them so you know just want to share that and just know that like everybody here listening has a special gift for the world and they will give that to the world when they're living in their highest and best self oh henry now everyone knows why i call henry as much as i do <laughs> oh man <laughs> Thanks, Henry. Thank you so much. Um, before Thank I you. let you go, what do you radically love? Oh, man, that's so beautiful. I love, well, this may sound really cheesy, but I radically love love. Like, I love when people are living in a state of presence and love when you see something, like, see someone, A, loving themselves 
and not in a in an arrogant way, but genuinely having love for themselves and being nice to themselves, and also people genuinely being selfless for other people. And I love the power of choice that we have because it sky's the limit. We could just choose what we decide in life, and those two things are pretty. The first gut instinct and the first thought. So I just said them. <laughs> Oh, Henry, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show and for literally letting our conversation turn into a podcast segment. You're the best. Oh, man. Anytime. Thank you so much. And <laughs> Rosie's the best. I'm oh, we'll start a fan Henry. club. I mean, <laughs> sign me up. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.